You can't learn how to swim in a seminar room. You can't ride a bicycle sitting in a classroom. You got to get out in the field and you got to play it. So the faster you can get in the field, the better. Even if the stakes are low and they should be low when you're starting, get in the freaking field. Hey, it's Jason Flatland here. You're listening to The Jason Flatland Show, where I'll be sharing everything from sales and webinar tips to improving productivity and reaching your infinite potential. Jason Flatland here, and I was asked the question recently, how do I start? Question mark. And that was it. So I'm going to assume this person is asking, how do I start in business? And there's a variety of ways that you can start, which is a problem because if you have so many options, you really have no option. In fact, there was a study done where if you gave somebody more choices, they were more likely to be dissatisfied with any choice that they made because if you gave them 30 ways to do something, they wondered if the other 29 ways would have worked out better than the way that they picked. And so this is the big issue for people starting out. What happens is they think too big too soon. I like big thinking, but when it's context appropriately, I'm telling you, when you start off, you got to use that tiny little crack or crevice and inch your way in one toe, then the foot, then the ankle, and then the full body. And I'm case in point. I started in my first information success in terms of selling information products with a $4 ebook that was seven pages long that went after the tiniest of tiniest segments that you could think of in the internet marketing space. Literally, people that were only interested in articles that were about 400 words that had a certain keyword density to them that they could publish on their made-for-adsense sites on Google, and they wanted to either be able to hire them out to people or they wanted to be able to do them themselves. And these weren't like Pulitzer Prize-winning articles. These were merely better-than-average, but only by a little bit type of articles with the primary purpose of satisfying Google. And that's who I targeted. And who was targeting that audience? Basically nobody, and especially nobody at a $4 price point. And the fact was, is two things is it didn't take much effort for me to create that product. They did it in a single sitting. It took less than two hours. And that was good for me because I didn't have the discipline, the structure, the system, the unconscious competence yet to do anything more than that. That was about my capacity. And it's probably going to be your capacity too when you start. The second thing is you got to sell the thing too. And so until you're sophisticated at selling something, you got to find ways in which you could be very terrible at selling and still get the job done. So in this particular case, when you were selling a $4 ebook like I was, yeah, basically the pitch went like this. I got this thing. I think it can cut your article writing time in half. I'm only going to charge you four bucks for it. And if you don't like it after it takes you the 10 minutes to read it, I'll give you your four bucks back. Here, go buy it. That was the pitch. Not very sophisticated and it didn't take long in order to put it out there. And I was successful with that. And so that was one of my first big wins. Another big win that I had before that was in the service business. So where do you start? So the other option here is you start in services. And what's great about services is you can leverage existing material as opposed to only being limited for creating net new. I want you to think about even what seems like a simple business. A simple business is like, well, I create my own website and then I put up a product on that website that somebody could purchase. So now I got to set up a merchant account or pay PayPal at the very least to take the money. And then I got to fulfill on the product and then I got to support the product. And then I got to have proof that the product works. I got to have expertise and credibility, yada, yada, yada. I got to have notoriety. People got to know who I am and they got to be able to find me. And if you're starting off, all of that's net new to you. If anybody sat back and logically thought about all the pieces that you need to put in place to be successful in business, nobody would ever start a business. You would say, huh, it would probably
probably be easier for me to eat the elephant one bite at a time than it would be for me to start a business. And so we either plunge in naively, unaware of the fact of this gargantuan task that we're taking on and oblivious to the insane amounts of hidden trap doors of more that I have to do here and more I have to do there. And that's that's okay, I guess. Or we build our competence up and we build our own expertise and our own proof up by swimming in the proof of others. And so services are really good because there's a million businesses. And by the way, the more successful the business, the easier this is to do from a execution standpoint is there are so many businesses out there that have unleveraged assets that are just sitting on massive potential monetization opportunities and they're being neglected. And oftentimes it makes sense. Why? Because they're focusing on multi-million dollar opportunities. So therefore they're neglecting the single million dollar opportunities or to them, a hundred thousand dollar opportunity is a rounding error. But if there was a way for you to convince them to try you out that was completely risk-free and you could capture a hundred thousand for them and only take a little bit of it off the top, maybe 10,000 for yourself. A lot of businesses would be open to that. They would try you out in ways that otherwise you may never get a chance to. And maybe that's even too big bite of the apple when you're first starting. In fact, one of my friends, Ben Cummings, we've done millions and millions of dollars together in a variety of different businesses. And so in, I can think of three separate businesses where we've each made a million dollars plus a piece. And my friend, Ben Cummings, he started off in the chiropractic management care kind of business. And his first three clients, he did it on spec. I'm thinking I'm telling this story, right? So the details might be wrong, but the idea is the same. He says, listen, I'll do this for you for free. In exchange, you got to tell everybody about my results. You got to send what, what they used to call an endorsed mailing there. So he goes to one chiropractor. He says, I will be able to do X, Y, and Z for you. And if I'm able to, you're going to write this letter for me. And then I'm going to be able to send it out to other chiropractors. And they agreed to that. And so he did work for free at first. I know that's hard for you to stomach. Many people have trouble with the idea of the risk. What if I go out there and do some work for somebody else and then nothing happens? Well, guess what? That's probably going to be the case. Uh, You're going to have to take the quote unquote risk of doing work for nothing at first. And if it happens, it happens. You still get experience. You still get understanding. You still learn how to calibrate. You say, okay, so next time, how do I set up better boundaries and how do I limit myself from being exploited? If in case there is a next time where you could adjust some of that stuff. So you might do work for somebody and most likely they will never use it. And that is extremely frustrating, but that's just the way that the business works. Or they will use it and they will find a way not to pay you. Now that happens almost never in my experience. I think it's been said 3% of the population is psychopathic slash sociopathic slash narcissistic or whatever the case may be. It's a little bit higher in the business world. So you have about a one in 20 chance or a one in 30 chance of running into somebody who will take from you, steal from you, harm you, and not care and not feel any emotion as a result of that. Sometimes you can spot them, sometimes you can't. So there is, in my probability of estimation, about a one in 50 chance in the real world that I've observed where somebody will say they will pay you for something when you're doing it on spec at the beginning and then they don't pay you for it. So it's a 2% risk. Are you willing to take that? I would take that if I were you. Because again, there's a lot of strategic byproduct that comes from being where the action is. And the action is 
where product is being put in front of customer and data is being exchanged. Did they buy? Did they not buy? How many of them bought? Did they buy something after that? When did they buy something after that? Uh, if they didn't buy, did they tell you why they didn't buy? Uh, did the thing that they tell you, was that actually true? Because buyers are liars. Uh, was it partially true? What did you learn to invest into the next promotion? But see, if you're sitting in the seminar room and you're not in the field, you are going to get a very limited exposure to the real wisdom of the market. You can't learn how to swim in a seminar room. You can't ride a bicycle sitting in a classroom. You got to get out in the field and you got to play it. So the faster you can get in the field, the better. Even if the stakes are low and they should be low when you're starting, get in the freaking field. And the quickest, fastest way is usually in other people's businesses. And the opportunities are vast. It's still harder than it sounds, but it's not as hard as you probably think it is. You're going to have to crack people down and you're going to have to work hard to convince them to try you out in some situation where you can apply a technique that you think is going to make them money. Because there's risk involved for an established business. Like if you besmirch their good name, that could come back on, on them. Or if you get in the way of other things that they're doing, you become annoying and that's not good for them. So typically the advanced version of this is you show up with a finished product and say, I've created this. Do you want to use this? Because the abstract of saying what you could do or what you should do or what you will do is hard for somebody who's busy to understand. And even if they're not busy, it's hard for them to understand. The concrete of, I've created this. Can we apply it in your business? I will do it for free because I'm brand new and I need the experience. You can either pay me by the results, quote unquote, you can go that way, or you can say, you can pay me afterwards and you can decide how much you want to pay me based on the value you think I brought to the table. But let me take on all the risk first. And then based upon the result, we can determine how this future partnership may work. And that is the most effective, quickest, fastest way I know for you to get started. You have to force yourself to be where the action is at, where money potentially can exchange hands. The fastest way to do that is to get there in somebody else's business. I'll give you a stupid idea off the top of my head. It's not stupid in the sense of it's brilliant as an idea. It's stupid because of how how silly and obvious it will be when I describe it to you. In many sales situations that I see, just adding one more follow-up will generate more sales. And I'm not saying for companies that don't do any follow-up, you add a follow-up. That's obvious. Duh. I'm saying in businesses where they do seven follow-ups, adding an eighth follow-up is likely to make some money. And the eighth follow-up could just be, here's the summary of the last seven things I sent you. Do you still want to move forward with this or not? Could be as simple as that. And so a lot of businesses, they just, they build a system one time and it worked really good. And then they went off and they built another system and they didn't optimize the existing system that they did. And so there is a massive amount of value that is just pent up waiting to be unlocked in other people's businesses. But I want you to start as small as you possibly can. So this is the real value to you because there is a chance that you will do work for somebody who says they will implement it and then doesn't implement it. There's a much smaller chance that you do work for somebody and they steal all of the credit from you and they pay you nothing. That's also a chance as well. So it's much smaller, but still there. So we want to create a situation where you do very little work up front. You put yourself in a position where you are where the action is at. And then based upon the results, you have now your own proof. You have now your own processes that are starting to develop. There's real money on the line too, which is a hell of a motivator, by the way. Let me go on a little tangent here, if I may. Okay, this is a flatland tangent. You ready for this? Uh, I want you to envision two scenarios. Scenario A, 
you want to write a book and you're like, damn, if I write this book, I think good things will happen. Uh, I know I have a book in me. Let me get it out. And so you sit down there and you sweat and you toil at that son of a gun and you never get the book done. That makes sense. Writing a book is like the hardest thing ever. I'd rather get a root canal than write a book. But that's scenario A. Scenario B, a publisher comes to you and says, I will give you $300,000 up front as an advance if you write this book. All of the sudden, it's amazing how easy it becomes to write a book when there's money on the line. So in business, a lot of things are, I will do the work up front, do a lot of the work up front, and maybe or maybe not, I will make money. And the amount of money that I make may vary from a lot to a little. So it's hard to know how much effort I'm going to put in for an amount of money that's not guaranteed and could be varied from a lot to a little. And so in this particular case, we sort of limit that. I'm going to put the work in. I don't know what the result may be. However, I know there's a high likelihood I'm going to get paid something. Whereas if you're starting off and doing it for yourself, there's an extremely low likelihood that you're going to get paid anything because you're not moving. You got no momentum. You got no leverage. You got no assets. And so put yourself in a position where you know, hey, listen, if I do this one thing, there's a massive likelihood I will make some money. So motivation becomes easy. Procrastination goes out the window. But find ways in which you can test concepts out in no-fail situations for your clients that take you very little effort to implement. And then if the worst thing that happens is you don't get paid, you have a story. And so in my friend Ben Cummings' case is the guy originally said he would pay him after Ben does this work. And then when the guy didn't pay him, Ben says, you got to make it up to me. You got to write this letter so I could send it out to the other chiropractors. And that guy wrote a better letter in that situation than he ever would have in any other situation. And that launched a very successful business for many years for Ben. So get where the action is as quickly as possible. So if you don't want to go out and talk to other people and you want to do it on your own, find the minimum viable experiment that you can run. And it should be a small amount of money, a small amount of effort. But what's that sweet spot of the market? Where can I get in and get out in a day or two, be where the action is, get some results going, but at the very least, get some processes in place, get some experience under my belt. That, my friends, how you get started. You get in as fast as you possibly can to where the action is, and then you see what happens. All right, you got that? Sound good to you? Let me know in the comments. I'll see you in the next video. Hey, Jason Flyland here. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you found this helpful at all, please leave me a review, and thanks again, and stay tuned for future episodes.